Take off your masks, people. We can get out. We can start living lives like normal human beings. We are not locked up anymore. <laughs> yeah. April Fool's, people. Welcome to Unreal Reality. Come on, man. And with the local DDC news, Evan Kujay with the triumphant comeback. More so But tonight, don't call it a comeback. reality for april 1st 2021 it is april fool's day yes people that's right get out there and jokester on your significant others or your friends or whatever pull some pranks it is that day uh a lot going on uh since we talked uh i think we talked about a week or so ago maybe a little more than that um a lot of bullshit going on um in the biden administration and one of the biggest things right now is gun control, uh, gun laws. Is Second Amendment is actually, you know, being considered for trying to abolish it. I mean, that's what they're doing in that administration right now. They are trying their hardest to make it harder to get guns, to to own weapons. Uh, they they want to make sure that you get out and you register everything that you have, which is a joke. It's a joke. Again, we have some shootings that happened, and here we are, again, blaming the tool. Um, let's just start off with that. We, um, mass shootings, okay, and since the turn of this year, since January 1st, it's been on a rise, uh, Death and destruction and all the bullshit has been on a major rise. Mass shootings have been happening. And when I say mass shootings, I'm talking about three or more people being shot during a shooting. Um, gun violence during the Biden administration is just, it, it's going crazy. During, during While he's in that White House, people are just going nuts. I mean, cancel culture every day. People are getting upset about that. People are tired of the fucking masks, the mandates, the lockdowns. You see the vaccine getting pushed, 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 but then you hear people like, you know, uh, Fauci telling you that uh, you still might be wearing masks even up to the end of the year, so on and so forth. I have a funny feeling that even when the end of the year comes, you're going to hear them tell you you're going to be wearing them forever. And and I said this in the last episode. I think that you are going to be keeping a mask in your pocket forever. You will probably be able to walk into most places without it, I'm hoping. Um, but there are still going to be places out there, privately owned organizations or, you know, whatever. You know, private owned stores and, and different businesses that will require you to put a mask on when you walk into their store. Which, you know what? It's 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 like walking into somebody's house with your shoes on if they say, hey, can you take your shoes off? We'd like you to. I mean, you could say, no, I'm not comfortable with that, and you can leave. Or you could take your shoes off and just, uh, you know, follow the rules. So, anyway, with all the bullshit going on the, 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 with this virus and people, people are just upset and up in arms. Um, shootings are happening, and I'm not blaming because people are going crazy, but of course where craziness lies, bullshit happens. So you have a mass shooting. You have the Boulder, Colorado situation seems to be the worst of it. Um, Ten people 
uh, including Eric Talley, who was the first police officer on the scene to arrive there, um, were shot and killed um, in a supermarket. Sad. It's so sad to see these people just, 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 just mowed down. And you see it all over the news. It's plastered. Yeah, it, it, it it's a, you know, it, it's a disaster. It should have never happened. It, it's a tragedy. Look at the shooter, and you, you've seen the shooting over and over and over on the news, world news, so on and so forth. But you, you hear very little about the shooter himself. 21 years old, which this that seems right there by itself. Like it, it, it this is this is just a, a normal. They're all younger shooters right now. They're all they all seem to be in that category of in their early twenties to late teens. Um, this guy here, Ahmad Al Awi Alisa. <laughs> the man was born in Syria. I mean, I'm not one to sit there and say, oh my god, what a coincidence, but Jesus Christ, it's a little ironic, don't you think? Joe Biden just bombed Syria not shortly before this shooting happened. I'm not saying that that's connected, but you never know. But this guy is, come on, let's face it, he's of Arabic ascent. These countries do not like us. This shooting definitely comes off as a terroristic attack to me, especially by using the person's name. Now, again, I don't want to judge a book by its cover, but in these cases, sometimes you have to. Um... It's sad. It's really sad. That happened on the 22nd. Um, you had on the 16th, you had the Atlanta, Georgia shooting. That was an Asian spa. Okay. The shooter there, his name was, uh, I believe, Richard Aaron Long. He was also 21 years old, too. Like I said, it seems like that's just a normal coming down. These these, these younger shooters. The, the shooter claimed he had a sex addiction. And... Of course, he targeted an Asian spa, but it was an Asian spa. I don't know if it was actually a fucking washi-washi. Um, for those of you that don't know washi-washis, it's a Asian spa that you can go into and get a massage with a little more, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, but anyway, he claimed he had a sex addiction. He targeted an Asian spa and shot up the Asian spa. <sighs> These shootings, it, it just seems like since Joe Biden took office, there are more and more and more shootings happening in this world. There's more crimes against, every crime's against somebody else, but it just seems like this one's against Asians. The last guy was uh, of Arabic ascent against just American people. Um, you had uh, just the latest one, you had yesterday, the 31st. Orange County, uh, Orange, California, four dead, including a child. Uh, no info on the shooter. When you hear four dead, five dead, usually it's inside the home. Um, usually a shooter might be just like a deranged parent or a child shot the the family something. All still sad, um, but it's still a mass shooting. It's it's over three people since the Biden administration started. You know, on the 28th, you had Essex, Maryland, five dead there, again, could be. You had on 327, you had Memphis, Tennessee, there was a shooting there. You know, we have these violent crimes that a gun happens to be the tool being used in these violent crimes. And it's sad you see this, and yet 
you see on the news always the stories where they can use with their agenda and with their propaganda, they can use the race and say it was a hate crime of some sort. Whether it was this man shooting up an Asian spa or here is a terroristic attack possibly because of the name of that person. They plaster that all over the news. You'll see that for days. So on and so forth. Um, also going on in the news right now is the uh, the case, the George Floyd case, which, um, yeah, he's guilty as shit. He killed the man. Don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of people are sitting there going, why, why are they having this fucking, this whole, this whole case going on right now? He's guilty. It, 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 it's obvious it's, it, that he did it. Yeah, it, you're right. It's obvious that he did it, but I think they have to go through this whole case. Well, obviously, you know, it's that's the American way to put you through a judicial system that actually sucks. But in this case, I guess what's going on is there's a lot of, Things they got to look at on how punishable this will be to crime to him. First degree, second degree, third degree, so on and so forth. Because he followed proper police protocol for that department. Of course, kneeling on a person's neck for nine minutes, <laughs> that's murder. No matter how you look at it, he should have left him up. And then there's also questions on like why they put him in the car, then they pulled him out of the car. Like once he was detained and in the car... Why the fuck did they open the door and let him back out? I don't get it. But I look at that whole situation going on with the George Floyd thing is here you are. It, 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 it's, a, it's a hate crime in a way, police against a black man. But, but I got to throw this in there because I'm getting so tired of this division that our media and, and, and social media and so on so are pushing so so hard on us he was a fucking thug a drug addict fucking thug and yet you're putting him on a high horse look it was wrong he should not have been murdered i totally agree but he should also not be being uh, let, let's build a monument for him and so on and so forth no he should not be put on the high horse he should not be put at the top of the the, the fucking spectrum here he was a fucking thug who was breaking the law. Yeah, over a $20 bill that was counterfeit. Yeah, it seems very ridiculous. Yeah, the fucking cop murdered the guy. He should be fucking held accountable for murder. But I think at this point, the whole system is on how far, what kind of punishment should he get? Um, and who else should be held responsible for this murder. I mean, if this is proper protocol in that police department, I think that that has to be looked into too. There may be more than just him and the cop that was with him to be charged on a murder charge um, or whatever charges the other cops will be charged with besides the cop. Um, you know, but violent crimes are just happening constantly all over the place. The other day in Philadelphia, PA, in a, in a mall food court, a, a, a man was shot during an altercation between two two black men. Obviously, it was a black on black crime. Um, right in the middle of the food court where there's young kids and everybody's standing around, a, there was a fight broke out, a gun was pulled out, bang, shot. Why in today's world is it so easy... To just pull a gun out and shoot another person. 
I mean, how does that make the shooter feel? And I hope that out there maybe somebody who is a shooter, who's listening to this, who's broken the fucking law and shot somebody in the past. What, does that make you feel like more of a man or more of a woman that you, you were able to pull a gun out and shoot the person? I mean, that's the easy pussy way out of it. Like, whatever happened to saying, you know what, motherfucker, we can step outside and solve this like men, put our fist in the air and, and fight, you know? You might take your lumps, you might give lumps, but you live. That's the whole point of it. But it's so easy to pull a gun out anymore. So so here we go, and we have politicians who want to abolish our Second Amendment, our, our gun rights. They want to, first of all, they took away bump stocks. They want to take away bump stocks. They made people felons overnight, which is sad. Uh, High-capacity magazines they want to take away, so on and so forth. Now they want you to get... Every weapon to be registered, which is ridiculous. If you have any unregistered weapons, and, and yeah, I, I, I almost sound like I'm a criminal saying this, but no, I, I feel like this is my Second Amendment right. This is my, my, my rights under the Bill of Rights to say, don't let them know what the fuck you have. If you're a law-abiding citizen, your guns are locked away, you do everything by the fucking book, and you... Your guns aren't hurting anybody. They're not leaving you unless your, your home's broken into and they're able to get to them and steal them. That is always a scary situation. And believe me, when a guy is a gun owner or a woman's a gun owner and they're law abiding behind it, that's something that scares them every day that somebody could get a hold of their guns and use them violently against somebody else. But if you're a gun owner and you have these guns and you have an unregistered shotgun, a, a rifle, um, even maybe a handgun that was handed down to you generation to generation. Hold on to the gun and don't go hide them somewhere. Go do something. You you can't look it. They're trying their hardest to abolish the Second Amendment. Let's let's face the facts here, people. They they get you. They put fear into you. Okay, they've been doing this now with the coronavirus for God a year. So they, they feed the fear. Where they feed the fear, they know they have control. They'll feed you with fear over coronavirus, and you're scared. Then you start to listen to them. On They will help you out of it. Well, they're getting you into it. That's the whole thing. They're putting you in the fear only to help get you out of it. So they're already controlling you. So where that control lies, now they want to control everything else. They have lockdowns. They put the mask on. You're, you're abiding by what they want you to abide by. So now they put on these, these they, they use these shootings and all this bullshit to push for gun control and Second Amendment rights. Gun control doesn't work. We know that. It, 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 there's already heavy gun control in, in, in cities like Chicago, um, and yet it's one of the most deadliest cities in the country. Gun control doesn't work. And if you're a law-abiding American citizen who has guns, do not, do not, do not. Follow these new rules that they want to push on you. Do not try to. Do not just, just, just fuck. You know, give them the middle finger. Say fuck you. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Once you give up your freedom to protect your freedoms, you'll lose the rest of your freedoms. Give up your gun because your gun protects that First Amendment right. You speak in your mind and saying what you want to speak. Our government is afraid of that. Because they know that you can back it up. You can protect yourself. Every American here can protect themselves. Our, our, you know, our military is very strong. They probably they have way more, farther, bigger technology than we ever have. 
okay? But I'd like to think that our military, the men and women in our military, they will follow the Constitution before they listen and before they listen to, you know, their, their their government tell them what to do. I think that if their government turned around and said, you need to go fight against our own people, that most of our military will be like, fuck you, we ain't doing that. That's, that's going against our Constitution. I like to hope. I'm sure there's a few that would. But I, I, I honestly want to say that if you count the, the people in the United States, I bet you there's far more people in the United States that are gun-owning, law-abiding citizens than there are military in the United States. So if we ever had to fight our own military, I think that we would outnumber them. It's just our technology is far less than what they have. Some people are rich enough to have the weaponry that our military has, whether it's, you know, Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle, so on and so forth. There are people out there who are private owners of things of that nature. Um, but most of our military has a lot of that. Tanks, you know, different kind of armored vehicles and weaponry and, and jets. So, yeah, they, they would they would definitely, on technology-wise, take us out. But if there was ever a civil war and we went against our own government and our own armies, I think that as for the amount of troops on the ground and people fighting, I think that we far outweigh our military. But that, that's something I don't want to ever even think about. I mean, nobody looks back and, and looks at the Civil War and says that it was a good thing. It was not a good fucking thing. It was for a good ideology. It had to happen. We all know that. The Civil War had to happen. To abolish slavery, to, to, to fight for the ideologies between the North and the South that were different, a Civil War had to break out and people had to, to prove a point. And it was proven. Lots and lots and lots and lots of American people died for very, I am not going to say bad situation, but it didn't have to happen that way. You know, it could have just been changed, but it led to bloodshed. Sad. Um, we don't want a civil war in this country, people. We really don't. Um, I don't want to ever have to walk out of my house to fight against my own military or my own people. Um, but we are being divided every day, and I see it. On social media, especially on social media, I look at the division that we have so much. I fight back and forth with people every single day through Facebook or Instagram or any of these 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 platforms. And the sad thing is that both political parties have different ideologies. And it's so sad that with these platforms, one person's ideology can be shut up. With the push of a button. And the other persons can be pushed heavily. And that's what's happening with our media sources and our social media. One side will push their ideology. And when another side starts to make some sense, they'll shut them down. They'll shut them up. They won't bring that up. You won't hear about it. So it's kind of like a deal where if it's repeated over and over and over, there's more people believe in the repeating, the repetition of the media they start believing what they hear because they're fed it to them every single day. It's scary and it's happening. I mean, but there are people who are, when, when I say woke, I'm not talking about the woke people like, oh, wake up. We all have to, we, we should all be fair and have this and have that. Sorry, I'm making some noise here. Um, you know, 
let's cancel Pepe Le Pew, but make wet ass pussy, you know, song of the year and make it a priority. That's, and when people turn around and say, come on, doesn't that like wake up? Like, doesn't, isn't, doesn't that seem wrong to you? People will be like, no, shut up. This is the way it is. And that's that. And they shut you down. And it's sad. It shouldn't be that way. Um, but like I said, you have violent crimes happening all the time. In Miami, Florida, just over spring break, you had the rape of a woman. She was raped, drugged, raped, and robbed by two black men. Yes, it was a white woman with two black men who raped and robbed them. Yet the story was very small. You only heard it a little bit from the media. I don't understand what the media is afraid of. The media, if they put that out, and they made that a big story. And they ran that all week long. And they found the guys. Of course they found the guys. They're going to they're gonna be punished. The media, are, are they afraid that we're going to protest and riot and destroy things? Because I don't think that that's how it works. Like, look, it's, a, it's sad. It, it's, 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 it's a tragedy. Just like George Floyd's a tragedy. I don't think. There had to be protests and riots and burning of buildings and destroying of property and businesses over that. But it was sad enough to say that things need to change. Well, right here, things need to change, too. I mean, let's face the facts. Crime is everywhere. This violence is everywhere. It's it's white on white. It's black on black. It's black on white and it's white on black. It's it's against Asians. There's against, you know, Middle Eastern I had an old neighbor who, after 9-11, the, the neighborhood kids threw rocks through his windows because he looked Middle Eastern. Well, oh, he was from India. He was. But they destroyed they, they destroyed his windows in his house, throwing rocks through his windows because they felt after 9-11 happened that, oh, it was, he was part of the problem. It's This is sad. Your media right now is pushing that. They are like the instigator in all this. They are an instigator, and if you don't see it, you're fucking blind. Your media will push this agenda, this propaganda, for you to hate each other by the color of your skin, by the political party you follow, okay, by your background on where you're from, whether you're of Asian descent, of Middle Eastern descent, maybe you're Mexican descent. We have people praising Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and that administration over the administration of peace and unity. Peace and unity. It will make everything better. Okay. The the vaccine, Operation Warp Speed, came out under the Trump administration. That's a fucking fact. People get it through your fucking heads. It's a fact that that came out during the Trump administration. Okay. Joe Biden came and took over and is pushing it in a forward direction, which... I don't disagree. It's, it's it's a good thing. Get vaccinated if you feel you need to get vaccinated. And they're there and they'll get it. But as they continue to tell you that a vaccine that's 70 to 95% effective, and now some are even saying 100% effective depending on who it's to, you still need to wear a mask. It doesn't make any fucking sense, people. Does it make sense to you? I'll give you a minute to think about that. Look in the mirror and say, does that make sense? Like, I'm vaccinated. I'm not going to get it nor give it to anybody. Why should I wear a mask? Yet, they still want you to wear a mask. They want you to comply. They want you to follow their rules. Okay? That's what they want you to do. That's why you're going to wear a mask forever. They're going to see that they can feed you 
Here is the answer to the problem. We're going to give it to you, but we are going to still continue to control you, even though we gave you the answer to the problem. We're still going to control you. And if as long as you comply, they got you by the balls. They know they got you. So here you have these different things happening, and they're using this against us also. You have all this different violence, gun violence, so on and so forth, and they're using it against us. They're using it for their own propaganda and their own what they want to do. This is their ideology. They want to abolish the Second Amendment. They want to take away your guns so that way you cannot protect yourself and you cannot speak your mind. You can no longer say anything and you will follow their rules. That's how it works. Don't you see that, people? If you never looked at history and saw other countries that gave up their rights to bear arms or to protect themselves and seen where it led them to, you are a fucking idiot. You need to get back on your fucking history books and start reading up on it. Because everywhere where there was another place that they were able to protect themselves and then that protection was taken away from them, ended up in tragedy. Tragedy. Just like socialism as socialism's pushed it's socialistic we're going to push socialism 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 everywhere where socialism start you know they tried to push socialism in countries that weren't socialistic it failed it didn't work everywhere but yet here they still want to try to push socialism also it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't it failed everywhere else what do you think you're going to be the only one who doesn't fail is that the ideology i'm sorry but if i try something 50 fucking times and it continues to keep failing you know what i might just say no it that doesn't obviously doesn't work we need to try something different okay now of course people are going to fight with me and say oh yeah you know, you know people like thomas edison did you know twenty thousand different ways to make the light bulb it only took one to get it to work yeah you're right but he had to change each time let's change this let's try this let's try this he didn't stop trying he just changed it up so Instead, they want to keep pushing socialism and saying, it'll work, it'll work, it'll work. We're going to keep doing it and keep pushing it, but it's not going to work. Socialism doesn't work. Taking away your rights, your Bill of Rights, the United States of America, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, these are things that cannot be abolished. They, they can't be abolished. I'm sorry, banished, banished or abolished. I, I put them words together. They cannot be banished. They can't go anywhere. You need to have them and you need to have the Second Amendment, that there's a big reason it was put in there. It was put in there to protect your First Amendment rights. Let's face the facts, people. You have to be able to protect yourself from a tyrant government, which is what's going on right now as we speak. Joe Biden, I put a meme out the other day that's just stated about everybody who was making fun of Trump over orange man bad and the color of his skin and so on and so forth and his hair and how he looked, and Humpty Dumpty, all orange, whatever. And then when you call Joe Biden a bumbling, stuttering fool, people get offended and go, oh, well, he has a speech impediment. No, he doesn't. He's an old man. He's an old man. And his age is starting to show. That's a fucking fact. I mean, the guy stumbled and bumbled up the fucking steps of Air Force One just, a, what, a week ago, two weeks ago. He's an old man. I predict that he's not going to be around within the next year. And I'm not talking death. I'm not talking he might die. I'm saying that I believe that they will push the 25th Amendment on him. Now, the 25th Amendment states that 
you can get rid of a president under the claims that he's unsuitable to be president of the United States. To to they already don't want to allow him to hold the, the nuclear football because they know he's not stable enough to do it. I mean, these are just steps, just like these are steps with the coronavirus. We'll give you the vaccine, but then we'll tell you stuff to wear a mask, so on and so forth. There's there are little steps to control you. Oh, we'll go, we'll do gun control. We'll start out with banning bump stocks, then we'll move on to high-capacity magazines, then we'll sit there and tell you that you need to register everything, or that you need to get more stricter background checks, maybe psychiatric evaluations. There's steps. It takes steps. But it seems like since Biden has moved into office, I always thought that, okay, Biden's going to use all eight years, or all four years, depending upon, to push his agenda slowly, to kind of wean you into it. Like weaning somebody out of a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction, he's going to wean you into their control. But right away, I mean, he's just, boom, we're going to sign executive orders. We're going to do this. We're going to ban that. We're going to stop this. And even right now with the southern border, opening up the southern border during a fucking pandemic, and then your own administration, your own political party turning around and going, it's a crisis down there. You created the fucking crisis, you fucking morons. Don't you fucking get it? And that's where I fight with people and people go, well, Trump started the whole thing. No, he fucking didn't. He was closing the fucking southern borders. He was building a fucking fence. He was, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting a little hyped up. He, was clo- he, he, he built a fucking fence. He was closing the borders. He was putting more fucking military presence down there, more border control to stop these people from fucking pouring into our country and getting things for fucking nothing. Okay, working for fucking free, putting 15 to a fucking building, 10 to a fucking car, so on and so forth. He was trying to stop this. Okay, Joe Biden goes in and he starts reversing everything. He reverses the fucking XL pipeline. Okay, telling people on the XL pipeline. And this is where I get fucking pissed off because people sit there and go, well, Joe Biden, he's coming through with every promise that he's made. Oh, he is? Really? Okay, so he closed the XL pipeline. Okay, he promised all these fucking workers that lost their jobs new green jobs. Yet there are no new green jobs. There is none. There's no new green jobs. Don't let him fucking, he fooled you. He, he, he canceled something, and that's it. Listen, Trump did it, too. Trump did it with Obamacare. I'll get rid of Obamacare, and then I'll give you something that's better. And he didn't have anything that's better. Thank God Obamacare really didn't go anywhere. And it didn't, because I know people who are on Obamacare are still using it to this day. Point of the matter is, though, Biden stopped the XL pipeline. These people out of work. Now he just added to the unemployment fucking rate. Okay. Smart. Not really. Okay. Down there. Let's open the southern border during a pandemic. We have a fucking worldwide pandemic going on, but we're going to open up the fucking southern border and then your own political party is going to call it a crisis. A crisis. It's a crisis that you created yourself. Basically, your house is on fire. You run to the fucking shed and you grab a can of gas and you go and you dump it onto your house. That's what they did. That's what they did. They took a situation and they just added fire to it. They added they added gas to the fire. They took the situation and they just blew it out of control. They opened up the border, which was basically the house is on fire. And then calling it a crisis is basically adding the, the gasoline to the fire. Instead of closing the border and putting water on the fire, saying, oh, wait, no, 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 we're fucking up. Close this back up. You ain't coming in. No, allow them to pour in. And then you get people sitting there going, well, what about the little kids 
that, that are being detained and he's detaining. You know what? That has been going on for years and years and years. Don't blame Trump. Can't even blame Obama. I mean, it goes back further than that. Okay? This has been happening forever, for a long time, where they detain these people who come across the border illegally. I mean, there's movies about it. Come on. Born in, what was the one? Born in East L.A. or whatever with Cheech Marin, where, you know, he had to sneak back across the border in a truck and all that shit and try to get back to the United States when he was over in Tijuana. Whatever. This has been going on for years, and that was the 1980s when that movie came the fuck out. I mean, let's face the fucking facts, people. This is not something new. This is a, a recurring situation that's been going on forever with the southern border. Okay, just Joe Biden decided to take something that was actually positive, closing the border and stopping these people from just pouring in illegally. He never, Trump never put a, a fucking fence up and, and a gate. He, he put a fence up, but he also put places where you can come in and go out. Okay, why? Because he's not telling you you can't come. You just need to come knock on the door first. Do it legally. You can't break into the house. People have fences around the yards where they have a lock on their door for a reason. Okay? You can come to my house, and if I know you or I think that you're safe and you knock on my door, I may invite you in. Come on in. Sure. But if I feel that you're a threat, that's why there's a lock on my door. That's why there's a fence around my yard. Same with our country. Okay? Mexico. As soon as Joe Biden opened up the southern border, what did Joe Biden? What did Mexico do? Mexico sent their troops down to their southern border at Guatemala. Why? Because they knew that the Guatemalans and South Americans were going to start to pour into Mexico to make their way to the southern American border. That's what they knew was going to happen, and that's what was happening at fucking massive rates. It's it, it, it's for real. This is a real situation, people. Okay, and then you have people where you fight. Well, you got these kids in the detention centers. Well, why the fuck is any parent... I don't care what your situation is anywhere. I'm a parent. I'm not going to take my child who's seven or eight years old and push them across a fucking border and not know what their life is going to be on the other side of that border. Sure. It, I know what the life is when they're with me in, in a bad place. I can protect them somewhat or do whatever I can to help. I send them over into a place where I think they, in my head, I might think, oh, they'll be safe and all. But let's face the facts. You send a child over there, they're not safe, even into this country. But here they are. They put in, they're detained, put in there. And if they're released, what are they going to do? They're, they're children. Let's say, you know, let's say we, we release them. We put them out into the open. What do they become? They, they become drug dealers, prostitutes, whatever. They just... They don't bring positivity to our society. They don't. Nobody crossing that southern border brings positivity to our, our, our environment here. It doesn't. Joe Biden might have said, oh, we, we open up. We're, we're a place of, 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 you know, it's America, land of opportunity. Let them in and, and, and we'll, uh, they can bring, you know, new ideas and new, new, new ideology and technology and things to our country. Really, Joe? Um... They don't bring anything but knowing how to mow lawns and shit or hang drywall. That's that's all they know how to do. You got a crisis that you created, Joe. Um, I think it's time to step up to the plate and and reverse this crisis and lock the border back up. We're in the middle of a pandemic. This was not the time to do this. If you felt that this ideology was a good ideology, maybe you should have waited two years, three years. After the pandemic has gone, 
People aren't wearing masks anymore, and we feel a little more safer in our country because people are vaccinated. Then maybe open up the border and say, hey, we want to be opportunity. We want to, we want to change things. But you did things way too fast, Joe, in your administration. Did Joe actually do it, or did Kamala Harris do it in her administration? Because let's face the facts. Like I said, I believe that within a year, the 25th is going to be pushed on Joe Biden, and Kamala Harris will be our president. Okay? And then this shit's really going to hit the fan. Then we're really fucked. We're screwed, no matter how you look at it. People think, like I said, of Joe Biden and his administration as the, the administration of peace and unity and, and, and sunshine and butterflies. Yet he's creating his own crises, okay? Um, he's one of the original signers. 47 years as a politician, he's one of the original signers and writers of the Stop and Frisk Law. That didn't go well for people of color, did it? Stop and Frisk. Obviously, it didn't go well in George Floyd's case, did it? No, it didn't. Um, and it doesn't for a lot. But yet, that's Joe Biden. That's your, your your peace and your unity and your sunshine and butterflies. That is that is Joe Biden for you. He's the one who wrote that up. People will sit there and say, Joe Biden, he's he's such, you know, he's a great guy. And he has, he, he's not racist. Bullshit, he's not racist. I have numerous videos that shows him just as racist as Donald Trump. And honestly... A lot of the things I've seen with Donald Trump, I didn't see much racism in it. I, I see pictures of him and Don King, him and fucking Oprah Winfrey, so on and so forth. You have people like, oh, oh well, according to The View, you know, Oprah, or not Oprah Winfrey, what's the other one? The fucking Whoopi Goldberg. She don't, you know, fuck Whoopi Goldberg. Who gives a shit what she thinks? Who gives a shit what any of the people in The View think? Nobody gives a fucking shit. These are, you know what? If you're going to believe... These fucking people, you're, you're, without thinking, like, making up your own mind and looking at it and seeing what the situation is, like, really? How, how about this? How about you wake up and you do some research on both people? You have a 47-year career politician who just walked into office and already reversed a shit ton of executive orders, one of them creating a crisis that they, that they, call, they called it a crisis on their own. Okay, then you had a man who was never a politician ever, okay, stepping into office. And let's face the facts. He stepped into the Obama's office, and just like everybody uses, I'll use the same fucking thing because you know what? Why not? I, wh 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 you know, if I can't beat him, I'll follow him. I'll use the same excuse. Oh, he took on Obama's bullshit. Just like, you know, Biden's coming in, everybody goes, well, he's taking on Trump's bullshit, you know, he's got to fix everything that Trump fucked up. Well, I guess Trump had to fix everything that Obama fucked up. I use it just like you do, plain and simple. I'm not sitting here saying Trump's the fucking, the, 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 the answer to all the questions, but let's face the facts. He didn't do well in the beginning, and I stand behind that. I know he didn't, okay? But before COVID hit, that year before COVID hit, we were fucking doing great as a country. We were not divided by the color of our skin. I don't care what people say. Oh, he stirred this shit up. No, Black Lives Matter started under Obama, so on and so forth. There was always some racial division in this country, but not like there is today. And, and I'm talking about today in Biden's administration. I'm talking about today as in like what media and social media is pushing on us to, as of fucking April 1st, 2021. Okay. It wasn't like that before COVID. Once COVID hit, our media, our government outside of Trump, everybody decided, like, we're going to use this to our power. 
for for our own agenda propaganda we're going to push racial division so hard people are going to hate each other it's going to stir shit up we need to get trump out of office that was the plan and COVID worked perfect because they brought it here comes a virus it was a perfect situation I'm not saying the virus they brought it in and they're using it against us but COVID was the perfect situation to sit there and stir shit up and make their agenda become a reality so COVID shows up you push racial division so hard you sit there and you watch trump stumble and bumble with COVID and screw up bad and he did i'll sit there and say right now trump fucked up when it came to COVID. but prior to COVID, a year prior to COVID, before COVID, we had great foreign relations we had a fucking booming economy people were buying shit constantly people were working unemployment was in at an all-time low for everybody everyone and our racial division is was not like it is today our racial division all started up after COVID happened and it was an agenda that was being able to be pushed by our media and by our social media and it is working people if you don't see it if you're if you're don't if you're don't see it and every day you're arguing with somebody on the internet on facebook on on instagram on on whatever platform you might be on if you're arguing with somebody back and forth over George Floyd over Obama stumbling and Trump being orange over the color of somebody's skin compared to the color over the Asian thing being, oh, is that a hate crime against Asian? So and so if you're arguing with anybody over any of that shit, the media is doing their job perfectly. They are dividing us. What we need to do is step outside ourselves and say, can't you see we're being divided? Look, it's okay to have your own ideology and to think the way you do. But we cancel culture and like we're going to cancel things like Pepe Le Pew, Mr. Potato Head, all this bullshit. And then we're going to push things like wet ass pussy and we're going to see who thinks what's okay and what's not. And then you're going to have one side going, well, wet ass pussy's okay. It's okay. It, it, it shows women powered. But yet Pepe Le Pew, he, he's a piece of shit. Well, I guess Snow White, same thing. Or, or Sleeping Beauty, you know, that's that's unsolicited lip action in that. It, it just doesn't make sense. We're being divided every day. And if we don't wake up and see it, and I'm not talking about woke. I'm not talking about the woke people. I know you're, you're, I'm woke now because you know what? We should have a transgender gay person telling us that little kids should be able to take testosterone or transform their penis into a vagina. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, what the fuck's going on in this world? What are we doing to each other? We're creating a division with each other that is so fucking crazy. And they're using these people as fucking pawns. Let's face the facts. Joe Biden is a pawn too. Trump was a pawn. Let's face the facts. Trump was even a pawn. Used against us. Plain and simple. The agenda here is to get us divided so bad because a divided America is a weaker America. And it's fucking showing every day. Wake up. A weaker America is, a, a divided America is a weaker America. We're going to allow transgender people into the military. Okay. So what's next? Because you know that in the military, people, they aren't good to each other. Like they, 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 there's, there's, there's not, it's not that it's hate, but there's a lot of hazing, a lot of bullshit. What are you going to have safe spot spaces now in the military? 
Are you going to have oh the, you, 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 anti-bullying campaigns in the Marines? Uh, what? All of a sudden, a drill sergeant's not allowed to sit there and call you a fucking bumblefuck, you stupid fat shit. Get off your ass and run that obstacle course. Oh, you can't do You can't say that to me because actually I'm a girl in a man's body. And you can't. No. Mm -mm. No. This doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Just like sitting there and allowing fucking transgenders to play sports in high schools and middle schools. Allowing a fucking boy who dresses like a girl to play a girl's sport is not fair. It's not a fair advantage. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. Okay? The person is going to be better, stronger, faster, so on and so forth. It's genetically the way it works. People will fight that with me till they're blown in the face. Go for it. But same with this gender fucking thing. So we have to accept the fact that all this shit is okay. Social media will force it down our fucking throats. The media will force it down our throats. They'll force, they'll force racial division down our throats. They will make us hate each other and then think that something is okay and the other thing is not okay. This is not how it works, man. Everybody should have their own ideology and think how the fuck they want to think. If you think that putting your kid who's a boy... Or who's a girl who, or no, who's a boy who dresses like a girl into a, a woman's sport is okay, you're a parent. Then maybe you need to step outside yourself and think, man, and say, like, this doesn't seem right. Like, my kid's going to hurt somebody. Especially, like, in wrestling or something. You know what I mean? Or in a sport that's physical. Soccer. Like, he bumps into a fucking girl and breaks a girl's fucking, you know, collarbone or something. <sighs> Some things just are not right and we need to wake up and say, like, this is not right. This can't change. That can't change. This can't change. But yeah, we can have, you know, we can accept gay, transgender. If you want to be a fucking girl on a man's body, it's fine. But do not force feed it down somebody else's throat that this is what it should be and that little kids should be able to do this at three years old, five years old. They don't know. If a parent allows their kid to change their fucking gender at six or seven years old, you're a fucking psychotic fucking idiot. You need fucking psychiatric evaluation to help. You really do. Okay, because your kid might grow up and at 20 fucking four years old go, what the fuck did you allow me to do, mom and dad? I want to have kids, but now I can't because I changed my fucking gender and I took testosterone. Come on. Wake the fuck up, people. It's, it's, it, it's, this is, oh my God, we're human beings, man. This is not how it's supposed to work. This is not how it's supposed to work. Sure, we're supposed to have peace, love, and happiness and understand what people want. But when it comes to our children, we adults have to guide them in the right direction. This is right, this is wrong, this is right, this is wrong. If somebody wants to be that at 25 years old, that's their choice. But at 5 years old, it's not your choice yet. We're going to guide you as a girl to the, the homeland. If you become gay and you're 12, 13, 14 and you think that's what you like... If the parent's understanding about that, they'll say, okay, then that's fine. If the girl comes to them and says, well, Dad, I want to change my thing, no. No. Weigh this out. And if it, 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 at 21 years old, you're your adult, you do your own thing, you're on your own. Once you're out of my house, you can decide what you want. I'm not trying to hold you back. I love you, no matter what. But you go do your thing after you're adult, an adult and out of the house. You can make your own decision. Because at 14, 15, at 7, at 8, these kids can't make their own decisions. They cannot. Okay? Second, anti-bullying in school doesn't work. That's another reason we're so soft. Okay? Because, let's face the facts, we don't live in schools. We don't live where there's anti-bullying. 
A kid leaves a fucking school. Kids are bullied in school every day over social media. Talk to my daughter about it just the other day. Asked if she was ever bullied through her phone. And she says all the time she was bullied. And I said, well, how do you, you take it? Well, she goes, I don't know, Dad. I have a little bit more of a backbone, I guess. I'm able to handle it a little better. Okay, great. I'm glad. There are kids out there who can't handle that. But see, an anti-bullying campaign in a school where a kid can't actually physically bully somebody else, it doesn't make sense. Teach your kids to throw their fists up and throw a fight or talk back to another kid and say, you know, stand up for themselves. That's how they'll get through life later in life. They'll understand that, look, man, life is going to knock you the fuck down so many times. It's how you deal with it. It's if you get back up and you fight back. That's the same thing as with anything, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship. It's the same with it all. But here we are. Telling kids this is what they, they should do, anti-bullying, so on and so forth. I think it all started around there. Kids today, this was a long time ago, so this is now our young adults, 21, shooting up school, so on and so forth. Because probably, you know what, that kid probably had a bad childhood. Anti-bullied didn't work for them. You know what I mean? They were bullied in school. And they come out and they just, they had enough. You know what I mean? And after a while, they, they're trying to go through life. It ain't working out for them and... and they take the gun and they go and they shoot. And it's scary. It happens. But yet, our media, America, people turn around and they, they blame the tool used. Instead of the actual person or looking at what the person's life was. Um, look, I'm all about trying to get guns off the streets. Out of the hands of criminals. But taking it away from law-abiding citizens is not an option. It never should be. It never will be. I think that America will stand up and finally say, look, man, you need a better way of doing it. And this isn't the way. Figure something out. Be smart about it. Look, if you need to do better background checks, do better background checks. But people will argue at me, go, you need background checks on everything. You do have background checks on everything. Okay, I know in the state of Pennsylvania, you need background checks on everything. You go, you get a rifle, you get a background check. If you have a license to carry, they kind of waive your background check because they know you've already been checked numerous times. Point of the matter is, though, I think that you have to have people make a good decision and say, well, you know, maybe a psychiatric evaluation is smart for people who own guns or people who want to carry a gun, so on and so forth of that. I also, like I said before in my last podcast, I think that, you know, there should be classes taught in schools middle schools on gun, you know, safety and all that shit. I think that every American citizen should own one. I don't think they should be banished. I don't think they should be abolished. I don't think they should be taken away from us. Mm-mm. I think that every single American citizen in this country should own a gun. Have one in their house, whether they like them or not, just in case. Keep it in a lockbox. Keep one freaking magazine or one, you know, revolvers full of ammunition, a gun, and, and just have it put away somewhere. But have one. Learn how to clean it. Learn how to use it. Learn the proper etiquette. Learn everything you can about it. Own a gun. Have a gun. Just in case. Because that is what makes this country great. Is that we have freedoms. And they are protected by something. That is our second amendment. So with all the violence that happened this week. 
I pray for the families that, you know, were victims of these, these horrendous crimes. It, it, it's absolutely horrible, but we really need to fix these problems where the problem lies. And I, that's with the people, not with the actual tool that people use. Um, if a building was to fall, collapse a month after it was built, they don't blame the hammer. You know what I mean? They, they don't blame Stanley Hammers. They don't blame, you know, maybe the, the nail gun or the nail. They don't blame the, the wood. They, they, they might do some investigations looking why it fell. But usually they go right for the construction company, a person or persons, even the contractors, and see where the problem lied. They go to the source, the person who actually built it. They don't go to the tools of the trade. They go to the person, okay? Just like this. They know the bullet killed the person. They know the gun was used to kill the person. But the, a person actually used their hand, their brain, to pull that trigger. So you've got to go where the problem lies. And you've got to look into the person, not the tool. Let's get that clear. Everybody who wants to sit there and blame the tool, you're a fucking idiot and a fool. And you need to be evaluated yourself. With that said... Keep the Constitution strong, people. Your Bill of Rights is very important. Um, Second Amendment, I'm proud to be an American citizen who can own a gun, will always own a gun. And I think that everybody needs to fight for that freedom. Um, racial division is a bad thing in this country. Our media is a horrible, horrible source of information in today's world. Don't believe everything you hear on the media. Don't even believe everything you hear from here. I mean, I come out and I do this on a whim. I don't edit it. I just talk. I speak. Sometimes I sound like a bumbling fool myself. I am. I'm not that good at this, but I enjoy doing this. It's fun. You can talk to me. You can email me um, at unrealpodcast101gmail.com. And tell me I'm a bumbling fool. Tell me I'm an idiot. Tell me I'm no good at this. It's fine. Criticize me or ask me questions or give me some information that maybe I can speak out on here and say, maybe I didn't, I don't know something. I mean, I get a lot of my information just from sources on uh, news sources, just like, listen, the media, I get it from the media. I get it online. I'll get it on TV, so on and so forth. But I also put my own spin on things and I'll try to give you what I think about it. I think that all these fucking these crimes are heinous, but the, but where we have to look, it's sad. 10 people lost their lives here. Five dead there, seven dead there. It's, it's, it's their heinous crimes, but we do have to look at the shooter themselves, not the gun. Okay. We have to look at the person who committed the crime, Miami, Florida. We have to look at the two men raped. We can't look at the color of their skin and say, well, they were black and they raped a white girl and let's go burn down a neighborhood, so on and so forth. No. And we can't look at the cop and say that all cops are bad because one cop fucked up and did something bad or a number of cops screwed up. You can't you can't blame 50,000 cops for 10 cops issues. You just can't. You can't blame every black person for a black person's issue for something they, 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 they create. You can't blame all whites on what happened with a white person over a black person crime. You just can't do it. You can't continue to go backwards to fix what's forward. You just got to keep plugging forward and doing the right thing. So with that said, email me, like I said, 
unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. Talk to me. Listen to me next time when I come back and we talk about something else. And maybe I'll try to get away from this shit. I want to have some people on here to talk and some guests, so on and so forth, and talk about different things. I really love to talk a big episode about gun control. I really love to talk about guns. Um, and not just other things. that I don't have to do with anything of that nature. Nothing violent. Some just things like, you know, some weird shit. So with all well, that said, people, please, step outside yourselves for a little bit. Look in a mirror or something and just say to myself, like, what am I doing? Let me, let me, let me get some facts. Let me get some information. Let me make my own decisions on what I think is right and wrong. We all need to agree to disagree and vice versa. We all have our own ideologies. We all have our own mindsets. It's accepting the other person's mindset that will get us through tomorrow. With that said, you know, this has been Unreal Reality, man. Peace out and have a great week. See you.